0: Welcome back to another episode, another week of your favorite fantasy football podcast. This is Points and Doinks. As always, your host is with the most It is me, Travis. I am back off of my one week um, vacation. I had birthday and everybody knows how it is about the holidays, so I'm sorry I couldn't be here last week, but I am back. I am proud to say that I did not win this week. Against J-Ro, the Kamish. it was a close, hard-fought battle, but I did not win. But before I get into that, let me, uh, of course, announce uh, or or introduce my lovely co-host for the afternoon. Um, nobody. All right, it's just me today. Uh, I guess uh, Ty will be recording Wednesday. I'm recording Tuesday night. Ty will be recording a little segment. Then I'm just gonna have cheese. Go ahead and tack on to the end of this episode with some final notes and thoughts on this week. But otherwise, it's going to be my thoughts this week. Because although I did lose, although I did lose, I actually was a submitter to this podcast last week and asked a question that those of you who listened last week would have heard. No, I did not take Tyler's dumb advice of starting Terry McLaurin because that is moronic. I love my brother to death, but he has this This fictional read on who Terry McLaurin is, although he does not own him, I don't think, in any of his leagues, Terry McLaurin has not scored well in over a month. And well, I mean flex option well. And to be that certain, I knew that I was making the right decision in Continuing to start Brandon Ayuk, which worked out. You know, like I said, it was a close, hard-fought battle between me and Johnny Roca. It came down to um, Monday night. I had Jalen Waddle. I had Devonte Parker. I was down quite a bit of points. Rowe had a very good, very good showing. 100 a points, hundred and sixty-something points, or something like that. So I, I needed at the time uh those three players or this Miami DJ and the model, Devontae Devonte Parker to score I w- I think it was 80 something or whatever points which is a tall stretch to think about when you think about it that way especially going against New Orleans defense which has been tight New Orleans defense showed or team showed up and it was practice squad members uh Miami Basically walked all over him. Um, Jalen Waddle scored over 20. The defense almost scored 30 points. Sacking. uh, What was his name? Ian Book. The backup, 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 backup quarterback. I mean this guy was so far back there. They called Drew Brees. To see if he wanted to come back before they talked to him. That's how far it was. So many times he got sacked too. It was insane. But uh, in the end... Miami did not get the memo that I think teams like teams like Cincinnati, teams like Dallas, teams like I know there's one other there was one other big blowout last week. Um what was the other big blowout last week? Fuck. Teams like blah 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 The Kansas City Chiefs they did not get that same memo, and they did not stamp on the fucking New Orleans Saints' throats. I mean, it was a final score twenty to three. Um, so they, they, they more than anything, let me down by not not getting the memo. Basically, like you gotta, you gotta push, 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 push. But so, uh, well, I forgot to text Jay, bro. sometime during this. Johnny Roca, because we did make a bet that we would do a karaoke thing like you did with uh, Tyler. And send it. Sorry. I'm by myself, so I'm currently trying to... It's been a wild start to this. I got all set up in my laptop, and because I don't have time to fill or have anybody else fill, I had to open 23 tabs on my computer, and... um, Texting Johnny Roca to be like, Sid, go ahead and send us over." I finally get set all up, and uh, I get a bloody nose. So I had to go deal with that. It's been it's been a it's been an event. But uh, I'm gonna make this short and sweet. There's not much to talk about for most people, unless you're in a championship or fighting for um, second round or second place. Well, I guess you're, if you're second place, you've already won some money, uh, or losers bracket stuff, or if you're one of those few leagues who are going all 18 weeks. And uh, we'll be continuing to fight on. Um, congratulations to those who have implications, or if you guys just like to listen to our this podcast, and you know, keep keep the advice rolling, keep your head above water, uh, whatever it may be. Thank you for listening, and let's get into the week seventeen matchups here. The first matchup, remember, games only on Sunday. Games start on Sunday, so this Sunday. Uh, first matchup on the slate here is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington football team now Washington off of a what is a like straight up destroy getting sh- destroyed by the Cowboys it was a preposterous preposterous thing but I'll start with the Eagles here um not much here except for the fact that they're not quite sure what's going on with Jordan um uh What's going on with what are the running backs here? Fucking Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, uh, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders appears to be out. They uh, they said that he may be able to play. Who you know, it's not exactly for sure because it's a broken bone in the hand. And we've seen players come back early. Uh, Philadelphia is pushing for a wild card spot um, this week, but. I don't think there's going to be much to come from that. They are playing the Washington uh, football team, of course. So Jalen Hurts definitely should be starting. Devontae Smith should start. I think the questions come from that running back room and what it's really going to be. Uh, oh, and Dallas Garner, of course. Uh, uh, the more of the questions coming from the running back room and what it's going to be. If I were anybody out there, uh who's questioning it i would kind of stay away um because you just don't know between boston scott and i think kenneth gainwell and whatever how big how big they're going to be up early if they get up big or if it's a close game and they have to throw it out it becomes like a a shootout we don't really know so i would kind of stay away from that start the normal guys not much else to say there uh jake elliott is rostered in 16.5% of leagues. I think if you're looking for a streamer kicker, he's a guy this week. Um, We will move on here next to the Washington football team. I think some of the big issues that came out of this team was uh, the quarterback. right? Taylor Heineke, uh, I can't remember if he did. I think he came out of the game last week. Is what ended up happening. He's looks. He's looked like he's slated to start. I just don't quite know what to. What you know. What do we trust from him? Um, go with Antonio Gibson. I don't know where this team lies. Those two guys. I'm sure you have a better option, than Taylor Heineke, right? So Antonio Gibson probably only starter here. Um, let's move on to the next game. The next game is the Los Angeles Rams at the Baltimore Ravens. It will start with the Rams here. Uh, not too big of a week last week. Uh, Matthew Stafford kind of down Cooper cup, not as huge as he usually is. He averages around 30 points. He got mid twenties last week. You know, some, this isn't based on my league. So not all the leagues, um, Uh, I think going against Baltimore, we've seen that there are points to be had, so I think this week especially, um, oh, look at this, I didn't even notice this, Van Jefferson last week scored 1.6 points, Hmm. while Odell scored 13.7. I would be inclined this week, if you need it, if you're really looking for it, uh, I've always said that Van Jefferson is the guy over Odell. I think that still rings true. I think he's more consistent than Odell. I think all three of them—Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, and Van, Van Jefferson—should be a start. The running back room is an issue because they just said that uh, um, Daryl Henderson is going to be out. It looks like Sony Michelle is going to be the lead lead back here. Um, I know you. Yeah, I don't know if you're very comfortable starting with him. He did score 30.5 in my league's points last week um, when Daryl Henderson did not play. Um, But if you're a guy, your team who owned Daryl Henderson, uh, it looks like Sonny Michelle is 70.5% rostered. But just take a look. Make sure he's rostered. And while you're at it, go ahead and just pick up Cam Akers. Just in case, never know what happens. COVID breaks out. Cam Akers is the guy. Um... And there's nobody else really over there. So that's what I would be doing if I were you guys out there. we we'll go to the next matchup, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, facing off against the New York Jets. After this game, we will take a break to read Johnny Roca's um, uh, song recommendations that I have to do but Tampa Bay Bucks New York Jets uh Tampa Bay Bucks uh last week another not so great week Tom Brady did okay he didn't do you know stellar stellar you know nothing that you would call home to mom about or anything like that I think that was an issue that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were both out Antonio Brown had a huge week being basically the numero uno wide receiver over there um and of course, Rob Gronkowski, he didn't do all that well, but he was targeted. He was targeted. Um, I think Rob, of course, because you're tight end death, he needs to be a start. Mike Evans, you just got to watch him. I think if he's there, you got to start him. Antonio Brown, um, as long as Chris Godwin's out, Tom Brady likes to throw to him. We've seen it even before he had to serve this uh, punishment. Um, then he, he looked at Antonio Brown. I think this is a game that they they get up big and then run it out. So, uh, Ronald Jones as well. New York Jets. New York Jets had a pretty good le- week last week. Um, but then again, who were they facing? Oh, I think you guys probably heard that fart. That was gross. Last week, the Jets played the Jaguars. So that's probably why it was over, you know, really good. Tampa Bay's, um, Tampa Bay's defense is solid. I don't really trust much from here. I don't think you're going out on a limb to trust anything with him uh, over here. I know that uh, a lot of people have been starting. Ooh, what's uh, what's his name? But it looks like he's out. What's his name? Braxton Berrios. I'm not seeing him here. Where is he at? Maybe, I, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong team. Maybe I am. Let me see. Last week's scores. Oh, yeah. People have been starting Braxton Berrios. I think now's the time to kind of sit him down. I don't think he does much against Tampa Bay. Uh, there's uh, guys who get more targets over there. Um, well, last week he looks like he led in targets. Hmm. I just don't think against Tampa Bay and uh, them pushing to get in the playoffs, it's a really good start. So we'll roll with that. How come they have him projected so low? He's been the number one guy there for a couple weeks. That's amazing to me. Sometimes this website really amazes me. All right, let's take a break here. Let's do this. Johnny Rocha has sent me what um, songs I must perform on Facebook Live by Friday night. You know what, fucking let's do a little fucking, we can do a little, uh, little record on this. Total, okay. First song is Total Eclipse of the Heart. This is probably going to take too long. By Bonnie Tyler. A That's a fucking ad. All right, let's see. So total eclipse of the heart, I believe I can fly, man I feel like a woman, bohemian rhapsody and roar by Katy Perry. Katy Perry was thrown in there of course because I had mentioned that um, I was uh I had mentioned Katy Perry in the Facebook on on my playoff run a couple times so I think we may, maybe do this one. Maybe hit this one.
1: Every Every now and now and then I, I get, get a little, little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the
0: years gone I don't know. Maybe. I'm not going to do all fucking five of those. All right, let's see. Uh, which one is... I really wanted to just do the Katy Perry song, I... He he mentioned Roar by Katy Perry. This is I know this is great. Get, get a little, little bit. Hurt. I'm doing it right now. This is crazy. This is a song. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Sure so be it. This would be hilarious if you guys couldn't hear it. I'm not gonna do that one, Bohemian Rhapsody. I do that for fun. So, if I do, I believe I can fly. Can I do R. Kelly version? That's the only thing I want to know. R. Kelly version. Look at that second result, R. Kelly. Isn't it done by somebody else first? I don't know. Let's give it a little. I think I should do this just because of R. Kelly. That's not the fucking words.
1: I think about it every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away.
0: I- Alright, we'll see. I don't know. Uh oh, I gotta make a decision. Uh let's do Let's do I Believe I Can Fly. We'll do I Believe I Can Fly the R. Kelly version for you. Oh, it's gonna be enjoyable. Alright, let's get back to the action here. I know you guys didn't really care to do that, but thanks for taking that journey with me. I always appreciate, you know, always the road less traveled, as they say. All right. The Miami Dolphins facing off against the um, Tennessee Titans, uh, both in a playoff. Well, I think Tennessee's clinched, but Miami's in a big playoff push. The first team to lose a seven, lose a seven straight and then win seven straight. It's been a uh, complete turn of events here. They're playing awesome football. I think you need to start Jalen Waddle, to a especially. Now, Devontae Parker scored none last week. So I think the floor for Devontae Parker has definitely moved. Um, I also do think that this was a product of the game script, but they didn't even go to Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin, two weeks ago, sat out because of COVID. Uh, They had Duke Johnson, I believe. Yeah, Duke Johnson and um, Duke Johnson. Who's the other guy who was running the football? My God. Uh, No, no, it wasn't Malcolm Brown. Philip Lindsay, that's it. They had Philip Lindsay and and, uh, Duke Johnson sharing time uh, or sharing time with each other two weeks ago without Miles Gaskin. Last week, a little bit of the same thing. Sharing time, all three of them. I think that continues. So I think the only guys you truly trust here, Tua Tug of. Uh, why do I even try and say his last name? Tua, Jalen Waddle, Mike Geseki. Plain and simple. Um, Miami's defense was strong last week. Uh, I expect them to try and get off, get after the quarterback and get some more sacks this week. Good streaming option for. Sure, and then on the other side of the football, Tennessee Titans are glad to have their main man, A.J. Brown, back. On Monday night, uh, he went, or sorry, last Thursday night, he went off big time against the 49ers in a second-half comeback. I expect more of that from A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill, slight bump up because A.J. Brown is back. I still don't think it's big. I still don't think you trust anything else here. Um the wrong thing we'll go to the next game here the Jacksonville Jaguars at the New England Patriots Jacksonville um, I'm just gonna say this you really don't trust anybody especially against the Patriots they're gonna shut them down I don't think anything comes out of this on the other side of the ball the Patriots have been uh They had a tough game against Buffalo, so I expect a kind of bounce back, but more in a sense of a bounce back of they're going to try and control the football. Although they didn't win last week, Damian Harris in the running back position had an awesome, awesome game as long as there's no uh, injuries. I expect that to continue. I expect him to uh, continue to play that way. Make sure you're handcuffing him with Ramondre Stevens. He... um, he is the try-and-true backup there. Nick Folk, as the kicker, has proven to be a hot commodity, and he is still owned and only. Oh, he, he his numbers are up now. It's like 85% of leagues. Uh, we'll continue on here. The Las Vegas Raiders in Indianapolis playing the Colts. Uh, here's the playoff implications are very big. The Raiders last week had a decent game against the... Um, Against the Broncos, it was tight. It was low scoring, but there was points to have, or or there was fantasy points to have in the fact that Hunter Renfro continued being, a, not not a high uh, upside guy, but the floor still there. I think Hunter Renfro is a great start. Josh Jacobs actually had a very very good game. So if you're um, seeing that and you see that he had a good game last week, don't worry, it won't happen this week. The Colts are the seventh best against. Uh, against running backs in the league, so I would uh, not do that. This ball is going to. This game is going to be won in the air, and I think Derek Carr will get it done in the air. So I trust Derek Carr this week. I touch. I would like Daniel Carlson this week. Darren Waller is going to be a key though. So maybe if you're like leaning on Derek Carr, not should I start him? Should I not? Blah blah blah. I would look into like is Darren Waller playing. Um, is Deshaun Jackson playing? These guys who can stretch the field and widen it up to ju- just away from Hunter Renfro. We had a uh, Zay Jones do pretty well last week, but I don't think it's enough. With Darren Waller's in, I think that helps Derek Carr and should swing you the other way. On the other side of the football is uh, the Indianapolis Colts, who I believe today was it was just announced that Carson Wentz uh, was put on the COVID reserve list, I think, but he could be back. I mean, he's a vaccinated player. I'm 90% sure he's a vaccinated player, but we found that his off, I mean, he doesn't really do too much in this offense, so I wouldn't, you know, worry about it a whole hell of a lot. I think this game is going to be one for, uh, for Indianapolis on the ground. And that is Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor ter- territory territory. And, um, yeah, I would, that's all I'm going to say. Jonathan Taylor, the Kansas city chiefs in Cincinnati playing the Bengals. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Week last week. Uh, I think the problem that, you know, screwed a lot of people in fantasy was Travis Kelsey out Tyreek Hill out Tyreek Hill right now. Looks like he's a okay to play. So, um, uh, you know, and Travis Kelsey, they're still not sure if he's going to be okay to play. But obviously, if those guys are uh, are in and healthy, everything's fine. They're going to do well. What you should be doing is making sure that McKee, Mecole Hardman is rostered on your team if you have um, Mecole Hardman or Byron Pringle. I don't know. I-, I think, you know what? I'll say this, and this is just my opinion. I don't know. I think if Tyreek Hill doesn't play, Byron Pringle uh has huge amounts of ceiling because he's the only I mean, he calls fast, yes, but he's gonna be then targeted as the number one. Byron Pringle then opens up and he I think is faster than both of them. So if you have Tyreek Hill, I would look for Byron Pringle. That way if Tyreek Hill doesn't play you can substitute Byron Pringle in and he has huge 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 upside besides any other backup you're probably going to find in the league that would be the best way I can describe it I believe CEH is also having problems with injury um but I expect this to be a shootout between Kansas City and uh Cincinnati and we'll talk about that right now Kansas City and Cincinnati I think is the same story we've been telling over and over again, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, right? We had a little Tyler Boyd action because they got big up on um um Baltimore last week. That was a very poor, very depleted Baltimore team. I don't think Tyler Boyd has that kind of upside. This week, I think it's pretty much Jamar Chase, T Higgins. All right. Next game we have here on the slate, we have the New York Giants at the Cincinnati Bears. the sorry, the Cleveland Bears. Losing my mind here. All the blood went to my nose and not to my brain. Uh, um What do I say about the fucking Giants? I mean, they're starting Mike Glennon. Sit everybody. I don't even think Saquon Barkley really has the upside to to really talk about. Take your shot with those guys. I I wouldn't. I would stay away. Um and last week we had what was a Nick Foles comeback. What did he score last week? Let's see his points. About 28 points. It's not bad. I think this week, um Justin Fields. I mean, New York Giants give up a ton. So, David Montgomery, if Justin Fields plays, I'm okay starting him. I'm comfortable starting him. I'm back to being ton- comfortable starting Darnell Mo- Mooney. Um, if Nick Foles plays, do I have that sort of trust the same? I'm not sure. I wouldn't go out on a limb and say that. That's all I'll say. Um, I would say stick a, a start the Bears kicker, but... I don't want to jinx them. They had enough bad luck with their kickers. Atlanta Falcons at the Buffalo Bills. Atlanta Falcons finally got Cordell back. Cordero Patterson back in a mix a little bit last week. Scored a touchdown, I believe. Um, but they were also playing. Who did they play last week? Why am I blanking out on this? The Falcons. That's right. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Where the fuck are you at, dude? If you ain't in Atlanta, then where the fuck you at? Was last week the first week of buy or the last week of bye games? And they didn't play? No, they played the Lions. Okay, so I don't like that. Um that defeats what I was gonna say. Uh but I think Cordell Patterson has a flex option this week against Buffalo they need to get him incorporated I think because of coming off of whatever his issue was the week before they may have limited him I think they open him up a little bit oh and Kyle Pitts Uh, although Buffalo is second against uh, second opposition rank against uh, tight ends uh, I think it does not matter I think he's good enough to get past that Buffalo's on a tear so I'm not really confident confident but if you need a flex I would probably go there to Cordell Patterson that is all right, uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, normal guys: Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. Um, Devin Singletary seemed to have a pretty good game last week. If they're going to continue to do well, I think they need to run the ball more. Um, Atlanta's 21st against the run, so Devin Singletary, RB2, flex, you know, option. Isaiah McKenzie had a huge game last week. I don't know what to take of that. I don't think it's going to be consistent. Um, if you're in the loser's bracket and willing to take a flyer, that's possibly a flyer option. Um, but anybody fighting for a championship, you kind of want to get stick with the guns that got you there for sure. Uh, the Houston Texans facing off against the 49ers. Houston had a big week last week against the Chargers, but they are not playing the Chargers anymore. Don't start anybody from that team, period. I don't care. On the other side, uh, 49ers, uh, you're going to start. It looks like Trey Lance is going to start because they're not sure. Um, Jimmy G's still dealing with whatever was wrong with his hand. Debo Samuel is a stud. Um, I would say if there's any week, this is a week where – You know what? If you've been battling with starting Brandon Ayuka all season like me, you're probably not in the championship. Start him. Fuck it. Robbie Gold should be a good play this week with uh, going up against the uh, very bad Houston Texans team. Uh, next match of the Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Chargers. We see what they did to um, the Raiders in limiting them. Teddy Bridgewater should be back, um, but I don't think it matters much. This offense is just not productive at all. Uh, Melvin Gordon last week scored one point here. I don't know what was up with that. I think he might have came out of the game. I'm not quite sure. Let me see. Why did he only uh one? No, I, I don't want. Negative rushing yards last week. Oh, man. I don't know. So he just had negative rushing yards last week, and that's what stopped him because Melvin Gordon was doing pretty good. Oh, my God. I don't need to go all that, that page. Open up a new one. Uh, I'm just not confident in the Denver Broncos, so I'm not going to really talk about them too much. Um the Chargers had a rough week last week. Uh, although Justin Herbert performed well, Justin Jackson, oh Justin Jackson, that is well, That's what we really need to talk about. Um, also, I don't think, I don't think my yeah Mike Williams is out still. Austin Eckler was out. All right, let's go back over here to projections. Um, yeah, it looks like there was a ton of guys out. Jalen Guyton was out last week. Mike Williams out last week and this week again. Um, Keenan Allen didn't do much. Uh, I th- I think it's a little bit back to it. I would be confident starting Keenan Allen this week. Um, I would be saw- confident. Austin Eckler, um, of course, if he plays, he's the number one guy. But if he doesn't play, you need to have Justin Jackson uh, dialed up for your fantasy football team next matchup Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints Carolina Panthers are in a like there's not even any point in starting any quarterback now because they're like straight up just it's like they're doing a platoon for quarterbacks in the backfield so I, I just don't see any upside in any of these guys here especially going against New Orleans defense who I mean, you call it what you want. If you want to say they kind of shut down Miami last week, by all means you say it. I think Miami slowed down as a fucking, as kind of a nice thing to these guys. Um, Taysom Hill, if he's back, is an option because of his feet. Alvin Kamara, I know he didn't have a good week last week, but as long as Taysom Hill is there and it's not Ian Book or whatever, or who's who's even the other fucking dipshit they... Trevor Simeon we've seen Alvin Kamara still have good games with Trevor Simeon so but besides that I don't that there's another don't trust this is the this is Travis's this edition this week of Don't trust uh Detroit Lions at the Seattle Seahawks one of the craziest and late season Spurs that you know led Johnny Rocha to beat me last week Amon de Armon Saint Amon Ray Saint Brown. Um, he is fantastic young wide receiver. He's been hot in the streets the last couple of weeks. I think it just straight up continues. Jared Goff planning to be back this week. I don't know if I have the, um, I don't know if I really trust. I mean, okay, Seattle's offense has been bad, but we did see the weather last week was atrocious there in uh in, in Seattle. It was snowing, actually. So it, it could flip. I think Amon, Amon Ray, Definitely a start. Uh DeAndre Swift. I mean, if he still comes back, I'd be hesitant because of what we've seen guys coming back this late in the season that they still end up like platooning with like Jamal Williams and stuff. So Amon Ray, Sam Brown, that's about it. That's about it. Um Seattle. Uh Seattle was rough because last week So, one of the weird things is that DK Metcalf had a huge, huge, huge touchdown besides that. Didn't do very much. Um, I think his touchdown was for over 40 yards. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, ah, Man. Detroit's been playing tough. If you have any, I'll I'll give this advice with Seattle Seahawks. If you have any of these guys on your team and you've been doing some sort of system with it, I wouldn't change it. I just don't know the numbers on these guys enough to make an opinion and say I don't trust it. I don't not because I know DK Metcalf has been, you know, pretty dry, but last week was hopeful. Tyler Lockett has been awesome, but you know, last week was bad. If you have a system with these guys and you've been using it, it's been working, and you're. In a, in a positive position where you're still seeking advice, then do what you've been doing. Don't overthink it. That's what I would say. Uh, next matchup, Arizona Cardinals at the Cowboys, the last of the Sunday, Sunday slate games. Still have the night game ahead of us. Um, Kyler Murray, you know, they lost last week, but they still had a fantasy-relevant week. Kyler Murray should be a start. Christian Kirk should be a start. Um, depending on what happens in the running back situation, if James Connor and, and chase Edmonds are both healthy and both going to play, I think that downgrades them. If one of them's out, one of them's going to play. I think that upgrades them to now you can start that one because he's going to get a bulk of everything. Um, uh, and Ertz, of course, in tight end, in the tight end position, nobody else. I really trust, uh, there i um, close that off. All right. And then Dallas. Uh, Dallas fans last week were really happy because uh, Dak Prescott went the fuck off. Dalton Schultz, that was the only piece, and I think that was because of what she said last week that I trusted was start Dalton Schultz. Even though I didn't have to start a tight end in my flex position, I have uh, reaped the benefits of that. Although I lost, I scored a ton of points. Um, he should be a start. Amari Cooper, of course. Dak Prescott, of course. Um, I would go ahead and flex Ceedee Lamb, like he's an option this week. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, yes, because he's the back. Tony Pollard, I think. And if I were there last week to tell you, um, because they kind of touched on it, but they don't really. They haven't, you know. Tyler and Cheese really haven't been paying attention to the Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott predicament and stuff like that, but I think what happened last week in Tony Pollard's performance was uh, more of how the game went and how they ended up going to after they stopped throwing the ball, basically, um, and the fact that he was coming off of an injury that he didn't do, perform, but Tony Pollard is a flex spot even if you're starting Ezekiel Elliott. Like Those guys are both, both viable in the same lineup they don't have to be injured for the other one all right Sunday night game the Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers Minnesota Vikings uh fantasy relevant yes football relevant no Dalvin Cook out again missed again Alexander Madison was awesome Justin Jefferson awesome Adam Thielen you know he didn't perform all that way I think he came out with an injury if I'm not quite sure uh he's questionable right now KJ Osborne If Adam Thielen does not play, KJ Osborne is the next guy up, and he has flex opportunity. Minnesota still scores a ton of points, even though they're not that good of a, quote-unquote, good of a football team. So there's your advice there with the Minnesota Vikings. We'll move on to the Green Bay Packers. The normal guys, Rodgers, Jones, Adams, A.J. Dillon. Boom. And the defense. I like the defense a lot. Uh, All right, the final matchup of Week 17 is the Cleveland Browns against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I believe this is Big Ben's last home game. I believe. But we'll start with the Cleveland Browns here, talk about them a little bit. Nick Chubb uh, back healthy. He fucking absolutely killed it. Kareem Hunt, you know, we keep Kareem Hunt of owners out there you know, been really upset that he just, even when he says he's back, he's not taking a lot of snaps, and Then he's out early of the games, he's not doing too good, he's not healthy. I don't, at this point, don't trust him even if they say he's going to start him. Even if they say he's going to start him. Nick Chubb is the only guy you really trust at this team with any certainty of points there. And then finally in Pittsburgh, Najee Harris continues to be a uh, a very, you know, I would say high floor running back. Um, Deontay Johnson, the clear and cut number one guy. I don't trust any of these other fucking clowns in the in the um, wide receiver core. And Ben just turns the ball over too much for you to trust him as a starting quarterback. Although, I think Jared in our league still did. But, you know, it is what it is on that one. All right. That is week Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm sorry everybody i can usually keep the energy level up when i got somebody here to bounce off of uh next week we'll be back probably for a very short episode um if at all you know email us your questions at trapdoorpod at yahoo.com you know continue to like the stuff um and uh, we'll see, you. oh, well, Tyler's going to have a little uh, little bit for you, little update as of tomorrow on, on what his opinions are, and if anything else is broke that he wants to break down, he will have it right after this. So um, without further ado, everybody have a fantasy, uh, have a good week in fantasy, and here's Tyler.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you, Travis, for throwing it over my way. I know a little bit weirder of an episode for the people out there. Kind of two split segments here, but scheduling and all that fun stuff kind of throws a wrench in that. So thank you, Travis, for running through all the games. Uh, I'm very excited to hear you sing whatever song you choose to sing for karaoke. It's going to be fucking hysterical. Um, But this is a somewhat Commissioner's Corner without johnny roca no commissioner this week but uh we do want to send a big good luck to him Uh, i know he is in at least one fantasy super bowl this week being as for a lot of leagues this is the final week of fantasy football sad to see it go all of us you know obviously if you're listening you play fantasy football us who do this we love it so much to do a podcast for it so um it's gonna suck to for the season to come to an end but you know it's been a rough season for us so far uh nobody other than johnny roca of course is in a fantasy playoff situation or in a fantasy super bowl situation but again good luck johnny roca i know we really i i at least really want you to win don't really want to see craig win a fourth title uh even though i've only been i ever since i've joined the league he hasn't won a title but You know, I've seen it from the outside looking in. Um, But anyways, we do have some notes from our good friend, Johnny Roca. Uh, He, of course, the weather report, the J-Row weather report. So he wants to let everybody know that in Foxborough, where we have the Patriots taking on the Jaguars, there will be light rain Um, in the Meadowlands. We have rain in the forecast for the Jets and the Bucks. Uh, In Washington, with the uh, football team and the Eagles, there is going to be rain again. Buffalo looks to have some snow coming in when they take on the Falcons. Uh, There's going to be rain in Baltimore when they take on the Rams. Uh, There's 60% chance of rain in Seattle, with Seattle taking on the Lions. Uh, Pretty Pretty good uh, weather in Green Bay, partly cloudy, but the temperatures will reach as low as the single digits. So possibility of some snow, maybe, but at least really, really cold in Green Bay for Sunday night, uh, Sunday night against the Vikings. And then partly cloudy in Pittsburgh uh, below freezing levels for Monday night when the Steelers take on the Browns. So thank you again, J-Rowe, for the weather report. And again, Good luck uh, in your fantasy playoffs this week, brother. Uh, but Travis already kind of ran through most of the games, you know, things to talk about. Uh, I do have a few notable things. I don't know if Travis touched on or not. Uh, we now have changes to league protocols, which I guess, you know, past this week for a fantasy aspect doesn't really matter, but uh now, if a unvaccinated, asymptomatic player tests positive, it is not a 10-day quarantine. It is a five-day. Uh, and we see it already affecting certain teams, such as the Colts, who had uh, Carson Wentz test positive, I believe, on Monday. Uh, it was looking like he was going to be out for Sunday against the Raiders. Uh, now with the league changes and the five-day quarantine as long as he continues to test negative he does have a good chance to come back and play against the Raiders on Sunday uh, which is huge for them Uh, and you know big in fantasy aspects Uh, you know we know Jonathan Taylor has been a MVP for a lot of teams that have made it to the Super Bowl or to the fantasy Super Bowl so you know you get a uh, Sam Ellinger, we haven't seen very much of in uh, regular season play. So it, we don't know how that offense would run, how run heavy they would go, how the passing game would affect the run game and stuff like that. And we've seen guys like Michael Pittman Jr. who, is, who has shown up on a lot of good teams this year as well. Uh, his production with Sam Ellinger at quarterback could take a little bit of a hit. So <clears throat> if you're an owner of either of those players or if, you know, you really stacked up your team and, and you have to start Carson Wentz at quarterback. You're really hoping that uh, with the new league protocol changes that he can get back into the fold for Sunday. And then on the Raiders side of the ball, not just to talk Colts, uh, the Raiders had a lot of defensive players go on. And so they'll, they had that same, you know, instead of 10 days, it is now five day quarantine and they have a chance to play. So that Raiders defense, you know, could step up, but if the Raiders defense fails to get healthier, get off that COVID list, that Colts e- offense looks even better. We know the Raiders defense isn't dis- isn't good as it is, but that Colts de- or that Colts offense could e- could take another step up with with a lot of the key Raider defense out. Um, Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Buccaneers, does have COVID. I don't think this affects very much. Um, Again, with the league protocols, we'll see if he can make it to Sunday's game against the Jets. But it is the Jets, and they do have Tom Brady at the helm, and you know Byron Leftwich as their offensive coordinator, who should be getting looked at for head coaching jobs in this uh, <clears throat> in this offseason. So, I don't think Bruce Arians being out affects too much, especially on a fantasy standpoint. But something that does, Adam Thielen has been ruled out for the rest of the year. Which for us fantasy guys, really just this week, he's been rolled out this week, and that's all that we really, really matters for us. Um, we have seen uh, KJ Osborne kind of be that second guy. I wouldn't say he's, you know, must start. If you can go out and find somebody else on waivers, maybe if, you know, St. Brown from the Lions is out there still for some reason after the weeks he's put up. You know, uh, there, there there are guys out there that you could absolutely go out and uh, and grab, but uh, K.J. Osborne, I feel, is pretty much the next in line. If you can't find that guy, that go-to guy, you know, he can be a good fill-in directly for Adam Thielen. Um, Trey Lance for the 49ers is most likely getting the start. Uh, with Jimmy G being injured this this could be tough for for Debo Samuel owners we really don't know because I believe uh, you know every time Trey Lance has gotten a start it's either been bring him in late or he hasn't really gotten that let me get first team reps all week Uh, you know you're our you're our for sure guy and this is this is how it's going to go about it you know so Trey Lance getting the start this week with first team reps all week. Um, it should be it should be pretty interesting. Um, they could start running uh, start relying more on the uh, run game, which is where uh, Eli Mitchell could come in, who I know should be the uh, starting back this week. I'm trying to pull up the numbers on Debo from when. Trey Lance was at the helm uh, when Trey Lance was at the helm in weeks three through five uh, Debo had five for five for 52 on 10 targets, eight for 156 and two touchdowns on 13 targets, which was against uh, Seattle and then three for nine on uh, three for 58 on nine targets. So the target share was definitely going his way during those weeks Um so it seems like Trey Lance and Debo will have that same kind of, you know, trust in each other. So I wouldn't worry too much with Debo. Uh, but I do think that run game is going to, going to take a lot of the helm too, especially playing a, a bad Texans team. I know that just beat the Chargers, but still, I think, uh, I think the 49ers are going to be, are going to kind of shorten the playbook up as well. Um and then the last bit of quarterback news, Lamar Jackson is set to be back this week. So if you have Lamar, I, uh, you know, I would be excited. I don't know who you went to as your backup for quarter, you know, for the past two weeks at quarterback, but Lamar being back definitely helps you out. You get that running potential. Um, <clears throat> I still think he's a pretty decent passer. You know, Mark Andrews stock goes up a little bit. Hollywood Browns stock goes up a little bit. And if you're like me and you went out and you got Rashad Bateman, you saw that I think he had like one week with Lamar Jackson starting where uh, Bateman actually got a lot of looks. Um, Sadly, I think that goes away this week against the Rams. Uh, The Rams have been known to be a really good pass defense. So I think it's going to be a little bit tougher on on the throwing aspect. But again, Lamar Jackson still has the design runs. He still has that. You know the ability to to move the chains on his feet, basically. So um, that was pretty much all the news I had. And at the same time, you know, for the people who who are in the fantasy Super Bowl and you're and you're listening to this right now, <clears throat> trust your instincts, trust your gut. It's it's gotten you this far, and those guys on that on that roster have gotten you to the dance. And you're gonna you're you're most likely gonna ride with them. Um. Good luck to to you guys out there. I uh, and for everybody else. I mean, good luck to you guys too. You know, it's still it's still fantasy football. You know, I I tried doing it myself, saying, oh, you know, I'm out of the playoffs, whatever. And I'm still making waiver wire moves because it's just like it just becomes secondhand nature when I'm playing fantasy football. So, um, enjoy it, even if you're not in. You know, this fantasy Super Bowl, there's always consolation brackets. Hopefully, you know, I've talked about it with J-Rowe on here for the commissioner's corner. Hopefully, you know, your commissioner has put in some sort of consolation bracket prize or maybe a a third, third and fourth place prize or something like that. Or if you're in the loser's bowl, you're trying to win. You don't want to be uh, the biggest loser of the of the season. I was afraid of that. in in Johnny Roka's league where he's playing for the fantasy Super Bowl. Uh, I did win last week. Actually, first time ever I've gone two and zero this year in my two leagues. So that was kind of wild uh, that it happened this week. Um, so yeah, you know, don't don't give up. Hey, let's let's enjoy our our last week of fantasy football because I know in the next few weeks we're going to be missing it like hell. Um, I I don't know if Johnny Rook is going to do the um, playoffs the fantasy Super Bowl playoff stuff. I haven't talked to him about that yet, but if he did look out for that, we might be spreading it out. I don't know how many teams can do it, but, you know, look out for that. We'll, we'll have a lot of fun with it. Um, and enjoy this last week of fantasy football. And I don't know if we're going to do a end of year kind of thing, but if not, then, We'll see you guys next year, and thank you for listening throughout this crazy year of crazy schedules, and hopefully we get something better worked out for next year. All right, everybody. Good luck, and enjoy week 17 of Fantasy Football.